0: and welcome to the corny and lind legal chatter podcast where we discuss different but likely scenarios provide general legal information and get to know our lawyers please note that this podcast series does not provide or intends to provide legal
1: advice to the Legal Chatter podcast by Corny and Lind Lawyers. My name is Lauren. I'm one of the law clerks here at Corny and Lind, and I'm here with senior lawyer Luke. How are you today, Luke?
2: I'm good, Lauren. How are you going?
1: I'm good. That's no good. complaints. Um, so today we'll be talking about the crime of stealing. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll also mention briefly um, some things about fraud, but um, in particular, we'll be focusing on um, finders keepers. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you can actually keep the item you might find on the side of the road or in some random place um, whether that's actually true or not. Um, so how does that sound
2: yeah it sounds good I'm, I'm ready to get into it
1: Amazing. <laughs> um, so let's just start with um, the key provisions of the criminal code on stealing what are like the typical penalties and what is stealing typically
2: yep so um, stealing is of course an offense in the criminal code yeah. Yeah. Uh, section 398 um, essentially if you um, steal anything that's capable of being stolen um, uh, then you're liable to imprisonment for five years, uh, yeah, okay. and 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 now of course that 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 maximum imprisonment of five years can increase, um, depending on different circumstances of aggravation. Um,
1: yeah. Okay. So aggravation could that also be like value of the item you steal
2: yes definitely so uh if you steal an item that's worth five thousand dollars or more then that maximum imprisonment time goes from five years to ten years
1: yeah okay yeah um so what about um the type of item you're stealing or object I see here you can, in fact, steal a will, um, or if, say, you're just stealing a vehicle. um, What what sort of how do the penalties change um, for those different items?
2: Yes, so if you're stealing a will, uh, that's 14 years imprisonment.
1: Yeah, okay,
2: right. So a a bit of a jump there from the five years. Mm. Um, So obviously, obviously, the courts treat that quite seriously. And Mm. same for uh, stealing a vehicle. If you're stealing a vehicle, it's 14 years as well.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so, yeah, there are a couple of things that increase the, the, the maximum penalty. Um, another thing is if you're stealing as a, as a clerk or a servant or as an employee. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're an employee stealing from your employer, for example, uh, then, again, that's 10 years as yeah, maximum okay, imprisonment. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, it's one of those things that um, increase the penalty. And then something we will talk about a bit later in this podcast is that Um, you know, stealing can be finders keepers and claiming something's yours, Mm. um, when in fact it's not yours. Uh, And so there are circumstances where that can be considered stealing, um, even though it might not be what we typically uh, think of when we think of stealing.
1: Yeah, of course. And would a similar um, provision apply to, um, say, if you're a tenant um, and a property or living, renting a property? Yes.
2: um, Tenants and dodges, I think it's called. Tenants or lodges. Uh, if the thing stolen is a fixture or, or chattel um, and, and it's part of, you know, a, a, a home where someone is, a, is renting, uh, then again, it increases to 10 years.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I guess that gives a good summary on, on stealing. Um, the, yeah, the more serious, the higher the offence. It could go up to about 14 years maximum. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like... Yeah, or in a minor offence is a maximum of five years. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess that leads on to the next um, topic of fraud. Um, So how does that defer to stealing um, or are they very much very similar
2: they do they are quite similar and they do often often overlap fraud is of course a a second uh, offense a different offense under Mm -hmm. the criminal code um and in fact i've just got it here actually i might just say um the definition of fraud is essentially a person who dishonestly um who so who acts dishonestly and then it lists all these different things that um might be a dishonest act that constitutes fraud. And so we saw this during um, the COVID-19 pandemic uh, with um, stories, um, quite famous stories of people entering the country, uh, the state without um properly filling in their form mm. <laughs> and so they've yeah. been charged with with fraud mm-hmm. um and so any person who dishonestly you know, obtains property from any other person or gains a benefit or advantage um whether that be financial or otherwise for any person uh any person who dishonestly causes a detriment financially or otherwise to another person any person who induces someone else to do an act um which they normally don't have to do mm-hmm. um, can be considered fraud. So the, the key thing in fraud is that element of dishonesty, uh, and so that can often element um, overlap with with stealing.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So would I be correct in saying that when you steal something, it's always going to be fraudulent? Um, but you're, if you're acting fraudulent, you're not always going to necessarily be stealing something.
2: Oh, it can depend on, on the on the case, and the police, of course, they've got discretion as to which. Um, you know you can only be char- for the one action um, you can only be charged with the one offense so the police can't charge you with both fraud oh, and dealing yeah. uh, for the okay. for the one action yeah. that you've done yeah. um, the police uh, they have their discretion and they usually charge you with both of them uh, well with one of them sorry mm-hmm. um, uh, but yeah often they do overlap
1: yeah okay so um, I see here for just the baseline fraud without any aggravating circumstances, the maximum penalty is about five years imprisonment. Yep. Um and say if um if the property um, is valued at something of like at least thirty to a hundred thousand um, dollars, that increases. Is that correct?
2: Yes, it does. So if it's uh, for, like stealing, although stealing it, it goes up if it, the property is valued at more than five thousand. For fraud, if um, if the property's value the value of the property that you've fraudulently obtained is between thirty thousand and a hundred thousand, um, then it goes up to fourteen years. Yeah. And if it's more a than a hundred thousand, yeah. then it's uh, twenty. Goes up to twenty years yeah. maximum imprisonment. Yeah. So there's sort of the different brackets um, in fraud based on the, the value of it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it. Yeah. The value goes up a little bit higher um, compared to stealing, where like you only need to um, steal more than five thousand dollars for it to go up to ten years, whereas here you have to steal at least thirty.
2: Yes, that's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I guess um from there we can segue um into Finders keepers. Yes, we've um, got a case
2: today we want to yes, talk about.
1: Amazing. Um so I guess my my main question is if I find, say, a bracelet or a suitcase of money on the side of the road, on a park, or maybe at a cafe, just on a seat somewhere, um, can I keep it?
2: That's a great question, Lauren. And um generally the position of the law is that uh, Uh, no, you can't just keep it. Um, You have to take uh, reasonable steps and make reasonable inquiries to find the rightful owner first. um, Okay. Because the rightful owner has a better claim to it than you do as the finder.
1: Yeah. So would I be correct in saying that keeping um, something that I've found without making those reasonable steps would be classed as stealing?
2: That's right. So um, it can definitely be classed as uh, stealing, and that's what... um, that's what's happened uh, in this case, uh, the case of Alfred um, mm-hmm. that's his name, that's his real name <laughs> uh, yes. is Alfred. He's a 22-year-old design student. Um, this was in Sydney, and he was charged with larceny, which is the theft equivalent provision down there. Mm-hmm. Um, he was at McDonald's after a night out, uh, and he spotted a bag. Um, which had eleven thousand seven hundred dollars worth of cash in it.
1: Okay, wow. Um, That's
2: sitting in a bag le- yeah. next to him at McDonald's. It's a lot
1: of money just to be left in McDonald's. And so
2: Alfred, he's got no criminal history. Uh, he's got no criminal record. Um, he's obviously studying design, um, but he makes a split second decision to take the bag um, and keep it for himself. As far as he thought, find his keepers. Mm. So he took the bag of eleven thousand seven hundred dollars. Um, Unfortunately, he was caught on CCTV footage um, uh, taking this bag, and so police tracked him down and they charged him with theft. And he ultimately he pled guilty, and he was convicted, and he now has a criminal record um, mm-hmm. for for stealing. And uh, really, the problem was he hadn't taken any steps to find the rightful owner. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, generally, if you find something like that, you should hand it in to the police. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and the police can then make reasonable steps to try and find the rightful owner uh, on your behalf. Um, if the police say it's not no, not just a bag of cash, but say it's you know a gold bracelet or something like that, um, you hand it into the police, and the police they'll try and find the rightful owner. If they can't find the rightful owner after a period of time, then um, then it will be given back to you, and you'll and you'll have um, a right to possession of that, of okay. that item.
1: Okay, so I guess to put it simply, um, the the most reasonable steps you can take um, is to hand it to the police. Yes, that's right. Particularly
2: yep. if it's if it's something that's of quite high val- high value.
1: Mm, um, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it if it's such a high valued item, it wouldn't you wouldn't really be able to get away with. With taking that without someone wanting to get it back um, or That's making right. inquiries or yes. calling the police. The about more valuable
2: it. it is, the more steps you should take.
1: Yes, and the um, less likely you're going to get away with just taking it. Yes. Um, yeah, particularly with a, a large amount of cash, it can you can it can seem suspicious as yes. well yes. if you're spending that yes. and locating that and CCTV footage everywhere. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, best thing, best bet is to. Um, yeah, is to hand it into the police. Um, it'll, yeah, save you from having to, um, pay a large fine or even have to have some jail time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because that could go up to 10 to 10 plus years. That's right. Um, unfortunately. Um... Yeah, and I guess that also links to fraud um, because in some cases you could find something and dishonestly take it, even though there might be people around that could quite obviously or honestly...
2: That's right. Um, I mean, one of the definitions of fraud is a person who dishonestly obtains property from any person. So there's clearly an overlap there between mm, that and stealing. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, yeah. That, is, that is quite interesting.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, so depending on where i find on this um object or this item this Mm -hmm. money um do the rules change about who has the um best interest
2: yeah it 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 can change i mean either way you should really be looking to find the rightful owner and you should um you know act honestly at all times and you know the rightful owner always has a better claim um but the There are interesting... There's an interesting case, uh, I think, British Airways... Parker and British Airways Board, Mm. um, where a man found a gold bracelet in the airport lounge and he handed in in the gold bracelet to the airport Mm -hmm. and the airport held on to it for about a year to try and find the rightful owner. Mm -hmm. Uh, They couldn't find the rightful owner and then the airport sold it.
1: Uh, Okay.
2: They sold the bracelet and kept the proceeds. Uh. And so the man who handed it in, the finder... um, he made a claim against the airport for the value of that gold bracelet uh, because he said that he was he was the finder they couldn't find the rightful owner mm-hmm. he'd taken steps to find the rightful owner by mm-hmm. handing it in yeah. and so he had a better claim than the airport. The airport of course argued that well you know it was found on their property their their, their property and um, that essentially they that they had a better right than the finder did mm mm-hmm. And so that's really what the court looked at was trying to weigh up who has the better claim. Obviously, the rightful owner has the best claim, but um, you know, does the finder have a better claim than the the land the landowner where it was found, or does the landowner have a better claim? Mm,
1: yeah.
2: Uh, and it's 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 a, it's not really black and white. It can be quite grey. And in that instance, the court found in favour of the the finder, the the man, because essentially the landowner hadn't demonstrated. Um, an intent to control everything um that would be found on the land mm, and particularly um,
1: that item yeah
2: so they hadn't had um signs up that said you know uh you know exhibiting control over lost items and 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 uh, possession over those uh, there was nothing like that mm-hmm. um and you know it wasn't found um, bolted in anywhere it was mm-hmm. sitting loose on the on the floor mm-hmm. um and also the man had an on- he, had, he, had, he had acted honestly. He, had, he yeah. wasn't trespassing. Mm-hmm. He wasn't um, doing anything fraudulent or dishonest. Mm-hmm. He was acting quite honestly. So the court looked at all of that and said that the man had a better claim um, to the, the property than the private landowner. Okay. Okay. Um, But that can be quite great. It's quite a grey area of the Mm. law. So, if if you're not sure, you should get legal advice. Yes,
1: definitely. (laughs) So, in some cases, you're pretty much saying if you are on private property, um, there is a chance that the private landowner could actually have um, higher, like, higher rights to that property than yourself. Yes, even though you're the finder. Yes,
2: that's right. Yes.
1: So, I guess that also. implies to say if you're an employee and you find an item um during the course of your employment is mm. it am i correct in saying that actually if you find it um the employer has the greater rights to that item
2: yes that's generally the position yeah um uh, that you know if, it, if it's in the course of your employment um then then generally it is uh, an item that's uh, the employer would have a greater claim than the employee um but of course the rightful owner as always has Mm -hmm. a better claim to everyone yeah um
1: yeah okay so i guess in summary the true owner has the rightful claim and then following that usually the finder if all steps or reasonable steps have been taken to find the item so first um making sure you take it to the police um and then um there might there could be a gray area about where you found it so maybe if it was on private property it mm. might be the private property owner's right mm. um that supersedes the finders or in the alternative it might be your employer's right um mm. that supersedes your own if you're founded in the course of employ- employment mm. um so yeah there, there is it is a bit complex but generally it isn't finders keepers like
2: Yes, you can't just, be, you know, if you're sitting at McDonald's and you see a bag of um, goodies next to you, um, whether it be cash or, or gold bracelets, mm-hmm. um, you can't just claim it for yourself. It might have worked in primary school, you could do that, mm-hmm. but um, no, not
1: really. uh,
2: certainly you, sh- you sh- should. Um, yeah, make honest inquiries to find the rightful owner, and often that means handing it into the police yes. at first instance. Mm-hmm.
1: Particularly from my perspective, I was the one that lost something. I would definitely really want it back, and would yes. very much value and appreciate the person who would return it.
2: Yes, yes. Aside good. from not committing a crime, it's also a good thing to do.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. So I think that um, summarizes. Um, the whole concept of, yeah, stealing, fraud and finders keepers. Is there any, anything else you want to add to that, Luke?
2: Yes, I think we've summed it up well. Just do the right thing and, um, you know, act honestly, act reasonably. Um, and, uh, and if you're not sure, you know, you can seek some advice. Mm. Um, yep. but
1: Hopefully stay out of trouble. <laughs>
2: yes, that's right.
1: Yeah, even if it was innocent. So Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, well, that concludes on um, the Legal Chatter podcast. Um, we hope you enjoyed um, today's episode. Um, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. Thank you for listening to the Corny and Lind Legal Chatter podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode of Corny and Lind Legal Chatter. If you require specific legal advice for your situation, contact us directly on 73252 zero zero one one or go to www.cornianlind.com.au forward slash contact.